0: Which generation was getting divorced the most? Who would you think it would be? Would you assume that it's millennials getting divorced more frequently than other generations? You would be wrong. Stats show that actually millennial couples are choosing to stay together longer than what was previously expected. This is based on some new data that we're going to unpack with our next guest, Canadian certified counselor and counseling therapist and owner of Pineapple Therapy, Kayla Chorley. Kayla, thanks for making the time. Good to talk to you.
1: Hey, Chelsea. Thanks for having me here today. It's I love
0: that intro song, by the way. <laughs> me too. Our technical producer, Derek Scott, is the best. He keeps the show rolling with some great Friday music, even though the weather outside does not reflect it. Um, this story is kind of a, an interesting feel-good piece, which which kind of surprised me. I thought that, you know, divorce rates uh, kind of globally were just on the rise. And that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. seem to be the case. So what's going on, Kayla, with millennials
1: Yeah. So what we're noticing, according to research, is that millennials are actually getting divorced less, so than older generations. And I think for a lot of us millennials, we look to older generations and we take note of the things we like and the things we dislike. Hmm. And then we kind of attempt to do things a little bit differently. So we see this divorce rate of older generations. And for many of us, I think it's actually prevented us from jumping into relationships as quickly.
0: So we're kind of taking this information with a bit of a grain of salt then, that it's yeah. it's that millennials are actually just choosing to not get married or to get married a little bit later on in life. Is that right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. So data right now shows us that um, our divorce rate is lower than older generations. But the fact is, for a lot of us millennials, we haven't reached those stages quite yet to see what data will show later on.
0: Hmm.
1: However, what we do know is that because millennials are married older we are kind of slowing down the relationship process which means we kind of have time to cohabitate prior to marriage we have time to work on some of the kinks in our relationships like communication role expectations and even things like finances which we know is often a major source of conflict
0: well, um, look, I mean, we just opened the show having a conversation about rising costs, pushing younger Canadians and millennials would fall into that category to really delay major mm-hmm. di- life decisions, like in this case, getting married. So is it is it mm-hmm. also just sort of a, a shift in priorities, Kayla? Because I, I wonder if it's people saying, look, I want to have the the most of my of my ducks in a row before I decide that I'm going to, to settle down with one partner. I want to get my career in line. I want to get some traveling done. I want to be able to maybe purchase a home. Is it just... that people are are thinking that there are different things to push forward first than marriage
1: Yeah. yeah that's absolutely one factor for sure and we're seeing this as women too a lot of women are pursuing careers and things that maybe wasn't something that they did in the past right so we're slowing even down the pursuit of a family Um, So for a lot of us, it's like we want to complete post-secondary, we want to travel, we want to have our careers and finances in a row before we really pursue marriage. Hmm.
0: I wonder if the pandemic, which I know none of us want to think about, plays into this at all. (laughs) If people were just unable to get married or even maybe unable to get divorced during COVID, if that's Mm -hmm. maybe kind of fudged the numbers a little bit to tell us maybe a bit of a a misleading statistic. It
1: definitely could play a role. We also know that divorce in itself is a very expensive process. And so, if we're thinking of money and finances too, to be divorced, that also does require a lot of financial support, right? Um, but the interesting thing I think here, Chelsea, is also millennials are taking the time to do the self work required to be good partners. Um, and, you know, I was watching the new season of Love is Blind. And one of the hosts asked, one of the contestants, what's the first question you'd ask a potential partner? And they said, you know, I'd ask my potential partner, have you ever been to therapy? So I think this tells us, too, that we value different things in partners than we did previously. For a lot of relationships previously, it was about stability. Now we see relationships more as a high risk than we we used to. And so I think we're looking for potential partners that are willing to do that work first to be a good partner,
0: is it making people overall more choosy um, about settling down? Are we seeing are we seeing less common law relationships or lo- less long term relationships? How does that play into this?
1: Yeah, you know that's an interesting question. I think we are seeing lots of relationships the long term relationships, but we're seeing people. Um, be a little bit more picky and who they choose as a partner. And we can think of online dating apps, too. When you go on an online dating app, there's so many choices and so many options of potential partners. So I think for a lot of people, we're realizing that there's there's a lot of options. We don't just have to settle with the first person that we meet. So we really are being a little bit more choosy in the partners that we seek.
0: What about overall? And uh, let's look at other generations too. Are we seeing divorce rates sort of stay the same? Are they fluctuating at all? What's the status of that?
1: Yeah, so for older generations, we're seeing generally it's staying relatively the same. Um, But interestingly enough, because millennials are slowing down that process, we're definitely seeing a decrease here. However, like we said, we won't know long-term until we get to to these older ages to see how that plays out. Hmm. Because we're getting married later, the divorce rate might just be delayed in a sense. Um, But most often, we're just seeing it stabilized.
0: What's the, what's the takeaway then from, from this for you, for someone who's a certified counsellor, your counselling therapist? I would imagine that you're talking to a lot of couples. What's the takeaway here? Is this ultimately a good thing?
1: Yeah, I think this is hopeful news, absolutely. And I think we can look at this and say, how does this impact us overall? If we're seeing that divorce rates are decreasing, this means that we're doing something differently. And I think that's a really positive thing. I think, um, as always, we should encourage people to do the work, the self-growth that needs to be done in order to be a good partner. And we're seeing that accessing therapy is becoming more normalized. Mm. So this is a wonderful opportunity to work on those things that we have noticed as major uh, sources of conflict in the past like communication, um, being able to identify our needs and express them to our partners, and even to work on things like finances so that we're being proactive in our relationships.
0: Speak to that a little bit more. I know we're kind of changing gears here, but because we Mm -hmm. have your unique perspective on this, can you you sort of just normalize what therapy and doing that work means? Because it's not always just about sitting on a couch and, you know, crying about your childhood trauma. It can be something (laughs) that can really amplify really positive things in your life and really should be a tool that everybody can access, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you're so right, Chelsea. It doesn't have to be that. I think for most of us, we have that image in our mind of that's what it's going to be like when you go to therapy. Um, But really what we're doing in therapy is we're building upon the skills we already have. So for a lot of us, we have a baseline level of skills, and we're just going to try and elevate those as much as we can. Um, And for a lot of us, we haven't been taught how to handle conflict, for example, in a relationship. And so we're taking a look at different ways to be proactive about that because we know that conflict is going to show up in a relationship. So if we can expect it and then know how to approach it when it comes up, we are already doing so much more than than just reacting in that
0: moment. Well said. And glad to have you on the show to get the opportunity to say it. Kayla, thank you for making the time. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. That's Kayla Chorley, Canadian Certified Counselor and Counseling Therapist and owner of Pineapple Therapy, talking about the millennial divorce mystery. Young couples uh, now choosing to stay together more than their parents. Um, Talking about some of the data that, that plays into that.